0: Coming up today on Episode 8 of the Books Travel Life Podcast, we're going to discuss Anderson Cooper's book, Dispatches from the Edge. We'll look at Part 3 of my trip to India, and we'll also talk a little bit about fatherhood. So, that and more on today's show. For today's book segment, I'm going to talk about Anderson Cooper's book, Dispatches from the Edge, A Memoir of War, Disaster, and Survival. I really like this book for a number of reasons because uh, as a journalist that I still freelance and do some other projects from time to time and as a journalist sometimes it's hard to balance telling the story but feel that you're taking advantage of a situation or a event that takes place and Anderson Cooper talks about this and it kind of gave me insight into this struggle a little bit and the addictiveness and the numbness that a reporter can feel at times but Cooper was really clear in his motives j- just to tell the story so people were aware of it I was actually really surprised to hear that he struggled with um, some of these similar feelings of of uh, not being valuable and not being like he was contributing in ways that uh, were beneficial for him and beneficial for others there's a quote from the book it says the more you've seen the more it takes to make you see the more it takes Takes effect on you. That is why you're there, after all, to be affected and to be changed. And I think that's that's uh, an amazing quote because in these situations with Anderson Cooper, especially going into these war zones and going into these tragic types of situations, that it they do it takes a toll on you and it takes a um, it affects you in different ways. He continues and explains that at times I feel like a failure, as if I'm not up to the responsibility. At night when I try to sleep, I go over the questions. I've asked interview subjects the wording and the accuracy. And that was something that I felt as a journalist too. Did I ask the right questions? Did I pry too much? Did I not pry enough? And you know, going to sleep night after night wondering if I got the scoop or got the story that I needed and was sensitive to the subjects uh, of the story, depending again on the situation. Another thing that that Cooper talks about is that that uh, just just the difficulty in uh, of the job and he he uh, quote here's another quote from the book it says sometimes i wonder if i'm the person i was born to be if the life i've lived really is the one i was meant to or if it was some half life a mutation engineered by loss cobbled together by the will to survive and again i think that we sometimes always question whether we're in our role or we're in the right place but for anderson cooper definitely good at what he does and i really enjoyed the book because of his vulnerability of of the feelings that he did have this book is a must read for current journalism students or to people in journalism Um, in addition to the journalism cooper weaves his own story and his feelings of losing his father at a young age and his He lost his brother to suicide, and uh, the memoir explores uh, the heart of the human spirit through telling stories, but also questioning the inadequacy of himself as a reporter and as a human. So uh, Anderson Cooper, uh, the book is called Dispatches from the Edge, a Memoir of War, Disasters, and Survival. And now a word from today's sponsor. Do you have an unfinished creative work in your life? Are you starting a creative project? Are you overwhelmed, blocked, or uncertain? Are you struggling with where to go next? Live Happy Life Coach can help you overcome creative blocks that stand in the way of completing your projects, inspire you to think bigger and work more productively, overcome fears, doubts, and anxiety that distract our creative minds. For more information on Live Happy Life Coach, click the Life Coaching tab on Bookstravellife.com now back to today's show today on the travel segment I'm going to talk about my trip to India part three of five and this segment's really going to focus on my first impressions and surprises about uh, the country of India so I flew in um, at night I got into India about 3 a.m. so my first impression it was dark uh, really couldn't see a lot of lights from the ground until we got near the airport near the uh, city of uh, Bangalore is where I flew into. And like I expressed in the first, uh, the first segment about having to sit out in the coffee shop between the international and the domestic part of the airport uh, was kind of scary because I really didn't know where to go. There were guards with machine guns and the, the typical things that you, you see whenever you travel overseas. But this was really uh, my first time experiencing it completely alone. So I, I had, that was my kind of my first impression. I couldn't believe the amount of people in the international, in the international um, part of the airport, going into the domestic airport, and and how chaotic it was with people trying to get to their flights and and pushing and shoving and just just a huge amount of people. Uh, once I took to the air, uh, flying to the to Coimbatore from Bangalore, uh, I was able to look out the window and and notice just how sparsely populated the rural side of India was and and how kind of barren and almost desert looking uh, the southern part of India looked like until we I got to the the mountainous areas of Kerala and places like that but that was kind of my first impressions of India once I left the airport my guide picked me up in the car and we Traveled. I just couldn't believe the the chaos of the traffic, the auto rickshaws zooming in and out of the traffic, the motorcycles zooming in and out of traffic, and and then just the constant noise, uh, whether it was people talking or car and truck horns honking, or just the sound of diesel engines. It didn't seem like anything was, was was silent. Even even at the hotels, you could even hear the the horns of the vehicles honking and and the sounds of the diesels. The diesel engines even well into the night, three or four a.m. So I often joke with people and say, I don't think the people sleep there. I mean, there are people everywhere, and that—that that was the thing that really just stuck out to me more than anything, which is the amount of people in uh, not only the rural villages but but the larger cities that I was in as well. Another thing that really surprised me. And I'll talk about this more in Episode 5, or Segment 5 of, of the, the Talk of India. And uh, it, it's the amount of trash. I mean, just trash everywhere, whether it was washed up from a creek bed when the creek was high, or just uh, people accumulating trash in various parts of the city or the, or, or the village, or just anywhere that, that uh, people walked. There, there seemed to just be lots and lots of trash. So that kind of surprised me a little bit. Another thing that surprised me, which is that how welcoming the people were to me. We we couldn't speak the same language, but yet you could tell by the expression on their face that they were welcoming. They were curious about me, and uh, just just a really neat. Like I said, if you've traveled any overseas, uh, the the people are what makes the trip, and they're usually welcoming, friendly, and they often have smiles on their faces is what I've noticed whenever I've gone to Mexico and other impoverished countries. So that's it for today's travel segment. Uh, We'll see you next week with part four of my trip to India. Books Travel Life strives to create harmony in the world by sharing our love of reading, exploring, and living. Do you have a suggestion for a book, a place to travel, or a life topic to discuss on the show? Let us know by emailing Jeremy at jeremy at bookstravellife.com. Today on the Life segment, I'm going to talk about one of the greatest gifts of life fatherhood. Um, I've been blessed with three wonderful children a 14 year old girl, and now a 12 year old boy, and then a, a spunky little 7 year old girl. And uh, they're, they're awesome kids and keep things uh, definitely hopping uh, when it comes to life through. Different activities that they do, playing sports or mu- musically inclined. With my oldest playing the flute, and my middle child playing saxophone, and and just the little quirky things that uh, that they do, and and just being able to share and and show them love and how to live life and how to be a good person and to grow up um, in a loving family. One of the things that uh, I also enjoy doing is spending time with my son and. Uh, going outside and working on the vw uh, beetle or restoring or just watching him use his mechanical skills and recently just bought a a, uh, wire welder where he was experimenting with that and wiring welding pieces of metal together and different things but the gift of fatherhood you know uh, in in scripture it talks about that um, all of us are god's children and and he is the the father and he is the the prime example of what we are to be as fathers and i don't usually so i i sometimes fail at that and it's difficult to uh when emotions get high and and attitudes and disobey disobeying kids and different things happen but then i look at you know how our heavenly father may feel whenever we disobey and we may not catch on to the hint that he's putting right in front of us or taking advantage of the opportunities that he puts in front of us every day uh, to to be better people to help others to put others first put to put him first and it's just a difficult thing um, to see our children fail but we need to put them in in instances where they will fail and where they will learn to uh to become better and to learn from their mistakes i think god god allows that with us you know to, to make mistakes and then we, we learn we grow grow and sometimes we become and should become more dependent on him to provide for us just as our children do um, as they're growing up and in the home so that's uh, my little take on fatherhood for today i hope you've enjoyed today's episode Uh, we'll see you next week thank you for tuning in to the books travel life podcast look forward to seeing you next week so we can create harmony in the world by sharing the love of reading exploring and living have a great week